Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Love That Blends. I'm your host, Mo. And of course, I am Jen. And in today's episode, we are diving into the heart of any relationship, and that is intimacy. But we're going beyond just the physical aspect. That's right. We're going to take it out the bedroom. We're going to explore how to deepen those connections with your partner on the everyday, those little moments that really matter. Period. So let's talk about the different kinds of intimacy in a relationship, because there's multiple, right? It's not all about physical closeness. Yeah, like I got two that are important to me. So the first one I would say is emotional intimacy. When I can come to you and express my feelings, Mm -hmm. like how I'm feeling happy or I'm feeling sad or I'm frustrated about something. And then the second one would be like my, that intellectual intimacy when we can sit down and we could talk about like current events, Mm -hmm. you know, you spill your celebrity gossip to me, (laughs) even though I'm not interested in it, I still like to listen to you say it. And I give you current events, even though you might not be interested in it, we can still have those conversations on the intellectual level. Right. Well, I like um, intimacy through experience, like all of our many adventures we shared together, like um, when we went to the tiny house in New York for the weekend. Oh, yeah, that was fun. So was cute. Or like when we went damn skiing at the Mall of America. Oh, that was a girl. We had no idea what we were doing, no, but no. it was fun because I was with show. you. Yeah, I I just like when we do stuff together by ourselves, girl, like we can just go to Center City and walk around and do us. And I just love shit like that. Yeah. And then there's other forms of intimacy, like some of them we don't really touch on, but some of them we do. Like there's spiritual intimacy where it's more than just we share our the same religious beliefs Mm -hmm. like catholic catholic baptist baptist yeah it's more than that it's getting deep into like life purpose and what's our value to the world or to the spiritual realm i guess you could say so it's more like connecting on a spiritual level yeah absolutely and let's not forget creative intimacy remember when we try to cook that pizza blindfolded and the kitchen was just like a mess, but it was fun. And we learned a lot about like working together because obviously one person is blindfolded and the other person has to guide you and tell you what to do so we can make the pizza. It was fun. Yeah. Like, I feel like moments like that are, are kind of priceless. You can't, you can't put a price on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it definitely taught us how to find like the joy and the connection and things that you wouldn't think of to do on the everyday with your partner. Right. Um, and it just, it just made, I feel like it made our bond stronger. Like so many people just try to stick to the physical like we're going to be intimate we're going to be intimate and that's mm-hmm. the only form of intimacy that they have but that moment that we had in the kitchen that was fun yeah but there's also like financial intimacy and i didn't know about this until i like looked up all this stuff for the podcast so financial intimacy is when you talk about your finances together as a couple so you know we have x amount of money what are we going to do with it? Are we going to save it? Are we going to spend it? Blah, 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 blah. And you also talk about what your financial goals are for the future together. Not yeah. just like, I want to save money so I can buy a new laptop or you want to save money so that you can 
do whatever it is that you want to do. Right. We would make a goal together, like let's save money and take a trip, which would fall into the experience and intimacy. I said that all messed up, but yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. And it helps build trust and helps make plans for the future together. Right. Um, And of course we can't forget conflict intimacy. It's not just about avoiding fights, but learning how to disagree in a healthy way that brings us closer instead of pushing us apart. Um, And I guess, you know, we know a little bit about this. Um, Yeah, I mean, for the past couple of years, we've been working on our conflict resolution or our conflict intimacy. So being as though we are opposites. Mm hmm. I like to talk about my feelings. Oh, and I do not, honey. Yes, but you give me the opportunity and the space to express how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And then I give you the space to digest how you're feeling as well as like how I'm feeling. And then you come back to me when you're like able or willing to express how you feel. So we're not just trying to make each other deal with things the way that we want to deal with things. Right. Yeah. You give me the space to deal how I want to deal. And I give you the space to deal how you want to deal. So that conflict intimacy has played a big role in how we deal with things on our day-to-day basis. True. <laughs> Absolutely true. Facts. Having all these different forms of intimacy just adds to the strength and the beauty of a relationship. Like, threads on a tapestry absolutely but let's shift gears for a minute to a dilemma one of our listeners shared in our am i the asshole segment this listener wrote in and said i 27 male have been in a relationship with my girlfriend for a year now everything has been going great and we both feel a deep connection However, recently, I've been wanting to explore a deeper level of emotional intimacy with her. I brought up the idea of maybe prioritizing emotional over physical intimacy for a little while. I suggested things like having deep conversations, going on meaningful dates, and really investing time in understanding each other's hopes, fears, and dreams. She didn't take it well and felt like I was implying that our physical intimacy was a problem or not good enough. That's not what I meant at all. I just think by focusing on emotional intimacy, we could build a stronger foundation for our future in the long run. Now she's upset and thinks that I'm not attracted to her anymore, which is not the case. I love her and find her incredibly attractive. I just wanted to try something that could bring us closer on an emotional level. So am I the asshole for wanting to shift our focus to emotional intimacy intimacy for a while? I believe it could help us grow together and create a deeper bond. What do you think? Um, listen, so you got got a lot going on, (laughs) but you got to be able to balance it out. And I feel like his girlfriend she needs to understand that. So they need to have this conversation. And I think maybe the way that he frames the conversation might be the problem. So like, we're not in his house, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how he's expressing this to her, that he wants to dive deeper into 
and more emotional, intimate relationship with her. Right. Because maybe it's not what he's saying, but how he's saying that. Because if she feels like he's finding her unattractive, then it could be the words that he's using. Maybe, yeah. But you definitely got to have that balance because if you only have a physical connection with your partner, the minute that anything goes wrong, your relationship is over. Because you have nothing else besides sex. Basically, yeah. Yeah. You got to have like a good foundation. A relationship is, it can't just be built on sex. Yeah. Because what happens if you guys, you you know, you get married, you have kids. First of all, when you have kids, that is out the window. So what else you got to lean back on? So with all that being said, you are not the asshole. I would say frame it another way. Have a better conversation with her. Or sometimes you might have to just force the emotional intimacy without her knowing. There's a there's games that you can play, like the game that me and Jen are going to play for a little bit now. Uh, you can find games on Amazon. You can find games on Google just to build that emotional intimacy with each other. Yeah. That might be his best bet without having any conflict. Yeah. Finding that balance. Yeah. So we're going to take turns asking each other questions. The game is called Deeper. It's not called Deeper. It's not called Deeper. (laughs) I am so sorry. It doesn't say Deeper on the card. Turn it over. It says, let's get deep. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So the game is called Let's Get Deep. Okay. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's embarrassing. It happens. You're reading the back of the card. So let me explain. So I bought this game on Amazon a while back Mm -hmm. um, as a way for me and Jen to just deepen our emotional intimacy. So there's different levels of questions. So there's icebreakers. Those are like lightweight questions Mm -hmm. and then it has deep questions Mm -hmm. and then it has deeper (laughs) questions which is what the back of the card that Jen was reading says and that's exactly why I thought it was called deeper yeah so for the listeners um or the YouTube viewers if you want to build that emotional intimacy with your partner or if you want to just strengthen your emotional intimacy with your partner i would definitely recommend this game it comes with about 300 different questions or in little things that you can do with your partner yeah it's fun so i'm going to pick the first question icebreaker yeah we're going to start off light um what do you think the coolest accent to have is accent accent um english accent Oh, you like a little British man. <laughs> Is that English? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're like a spot of tea. Oh, yeah. You want to go something in the dully? I don't know what, how they, what they say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that one. I their, think their accents are pretty cool. Yeah. There's a podcast I listen to. I think to every person in the world tried that accent before or wanted to have that accent. If you just say spot or tea, spot or tea, spot or tea, and then stop talking afterwards, to <laughs> get the accent. <laughs> That's right. All right, let me get my card. Um, it says work to live or live to work. Um, I would much rather live to work than work to live. Because if you work to live you're constantly just working you're working you're working that's the only way that you can live so mm-hmm. that's like if you have i guess you could say like a 
lower income job like you you make enough just to get by I and feel then like your other how. option is to live to work so i i live and i just happen to work i don't really understand that well question, of but course any yeah i don't really understand any other but i feel like anybody would love to live to work but just the way i mean i know at least for me the way i was brought up and raised you have to work to live you have to work to get the things that you want in life so Yeah, I don't know. That was a weird question. Yeah, I I don't like that one. Throw it in the throw it in trash. (laughs) All right, next question. We're gonna get deep. What do you imagine being retired from work will be like? Um, I don't know. Relaxing. What? What was it? I'm sorry. Can you read that again? What what do you imagine being retired from work will be like? Oh, well, yeah, in Florida somewhere. Okay, in- we're not retiring in Florida. Why? It's not happening. I hate the heat. You hate the heat. You just like Florida. But every I feel day like we're going to go outside and you're going to be like, it's hot. No, I feel like I would get used to it. The lies you tell me. I, well, what it would look like for me anyway, would either, it would be in Florida in my little pool just chilling mm. we gonna retire separately because i'm not living in florida why not first of all they got hurricanes i ain't got time for no natural disasters when i'm old and trying to relax that's not relaxing well that's why i gotta pull out the sandbags girl okay you better stop next question why do i get another icebreaker Hmm, take that one. Yeah, I want to get deep. Oh, well, excuse me, man. If you won the lottery, what would you do with the money? Ooh, retire myself. Mm-hmm. I would retire my mom mm-hmm. and my dad. I would mm-hmm. retire my in-laws. And then we're oh. all going to get <laughs> like a little cul-de-sac mm-hmm. of like all of us. Each person gets a house. Right. Mm-hmm. So that when we want to do things together, it's so much easier. Block parties. All the kids can be together. All yeah, that is play decent. Together. Holidays would be so much oh easier. Oh, my God. So easy. We can get a community center in our cul-de-sac. We all just going to have Christmas, I mean, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all that stuff in there. Because that's horrible. Holidays with having a um, divided family like ours. Blended family. Blended. I like blended. Divided yeah. sounds like people well, at war. <laughs> child. Step, huh? But it is it is like crazy running all over the place. Yeah, so we got family in Philly, family in Jersey. Those are the two places that we go. It's it can be hectic. So if I won the lottery, we in a cul-de-sac and everybody's getting a house. Period. I love that for us. What is an aspect of yourself you've seen improve since dating me? I'm not about to get corny, but everything. Are you about to cry? No, I'm not about to cry. Um, but everything. I feel like I've grown so much in every way possible since I've been on you. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Don't give me that much credit, girl. No, seriously. I feel like we've grown together because we've been through stuff together, and the only way we would have made it through was together. So yeah. you lean on me, I lean on you. 
You know, like when those people put like their backs back to back mm-hmm. and then they try to stand up and the only way to stand up is if you support each other. Right. That's us. Oh, period. Aww. That was cute. Don't get all mushy on me. Whose turn is it? Okay, mine. What's your go-to drunk food? Pizza. Ooh, girl, that was way too fast. Because it is. First of all, it's football season, so I... It's drinking season. Pizza and wings. Pizza and wings. And maybe like a couple of french fries, but not a lot. Mm, okay, that's how I'm hungry. That sounds really good. I am, I am a little hungry. After the podcast, we should get some snacks. Okay. All right. What is the last thing you do before you go to bed? I know this because I go to bed with you, but I would like for you to answer it anyway. Um, the last thing I do before The I go last to thing bed? you do before you go to bed. I don't know. I brush my teeth, put my phone down. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, that, that's pretty accurate for the last thing you do before you go to bed. But you always go in the room, in Carter's room, and you guys have your little separate oh. squirrel meeting. Y'all say y'all good nights, and then you come into the room. Yeah. Make sure everything in the house is where it's supposed to be. Oh, God. Yes. You move things, and then in the morning, you forget where you moved it. That's not true. That's Th- mean. That's 100% true. <laughs> oh, my turn. What's your biggest pet peeve and why? Liars. Mm, damn, that was fast. Because I know my answers. Okay. My biggest pet peeve because is liars. Do not lie to me. Because if you lie to me, I feel like I can't trust you again. Period. If you, I would rather you hurt me with the truth than try to protect me with a lie. Hmm. And that's not just in the relationship. That's people outside of the relationship. Yeah. Like if my friends lie to me, I can't trust them anymore. So every time you say something to me, I'm going to assume that you're lying. So d- just don't do it. What's one useless skill that you have? Like a useless talent or something. I don't know. I don't know what your useless talent is either. What I don't think you heck? have a useless talent. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that. Right, new question. Yeah. Can you play any instruments? Um, when I was younger, I used to play the violin. Huh. I thought you played the flute. Flute? No. You said that before, too. Like, I, we, I forget. I think we had this conversation. And you're like, I thought you played the flute. And I'm like, no. Oh, absolutely bad. not. I played the violin. Oh. My bad. See, you learned something new. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but for some reason, I just felt like you played the flute at some point in your life. Are no. you sure? Yeah. No, I'm sure. I was there. I saw you. you and know. you played the trombone. The boom. Boom. The, what is it called? Trombone? The, the, the trombone. Is a- <laughs> <laughs> no, I played percussion. I played the drums. So I played the bass drum. What is a trombone? I played the snare drum. That's the... So no, like a gold drum. It goes. Bah, 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 bah. I didn't play it. See, you got me playing the trombone. I got you playing the flute. Oh, we just all types of messed up. Mm-hmm. Okay, my turn. What shows are you into right now? Ooh, all right. So I just started watching the old, an oldie but a goodie, mm-hmm. Army Wives. I just started watching that on Hulu, and. I also have been watching Loki season two on Disney plus Mm. because all, you know, the 
the series of the, the phases of the Marvel universe. If yeah. You, if you don't uh, watch stuff, then you won't be lost when the movies and stuff come out. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. How would your parents describe you? I don't know. Loving, caring. A royal pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, last question for you, Momo. Mm-hmm. How do you show your love? Ooh, all right. So this is going into love languages. So I would say my love language for showing love would be words of affirmation. So I, I like to, you know, like, oh, babe, you're beautiful. Oh, you're so sweet. You're so, yeah, sexy and yummy. <laughs> I mean, even people like the people at work or like other family members and stuff. I'm like, well, what's up, handsome? What's up, sexy? Like, mm-hmm. that's just how I show my love. Like, yeah. make people feel good. Okay. So, after having some fun with our little game, mm-hmm. let's get into some practical tips for cultivating everyday intimacy. Yeah, I mean, it's not always <laughs> about those grand gestures. You know, sometimes it's just the small things that count. Sometimes. Like making my lunch. (laughs) Or like leaving a love note or just asking your partner about their day. And don't forget to keep communicating. Because what? Communication. What is the what? It is the key that unlocks the relationship. (laughs) I thought we were going to be on the same page. I did too, but it didn't. It was a little delay. It was a little delay, but we, you know. It's all right. It's all right. And, you know, sometimes it's not just about talking, though. You got to be able to listen and, like, really listen to your partner so that they feel like they have your full attention and, like, you're valuing. Valuing? Mm, I don't know if that's a word. What you're saying, (laughs) if it's not a word, please don't blast me, guys. Valuing? Whatever. Well, another thing is to create rituals together. Like, you know, morning coffee routines or, like, date nights. Every weekend, um, something special for both you guys to look forward to. Like we used to go to breakfast every morning, every Saturday. Yes, yeah. I miss that. I know we we used to go to a, a spot in Philly called Perkins. We moved to Jersey, and there are no Perkins in Jersey. Okay. So they kind of took away our Saturday breakfast, but we will find a breakfast spot over here. And if anyone knows a breakfast spot over in Jersey, please let us know so we can go back to our Saturday breakfast. Yeah, please. But you also like people also have to show their appreciation for their partner, like mm-hmm. saying thank you. Like every time you make dinner, I'm like, oh, thanks for making dinner, babe. And when you you do you do a lot in the house, so I always want to make sure that I show that I'm thankful and I'm not just expecting for you to do it. Yeah. So I feel like people, if they did that in their relationships, that's another way of this intimate, like those little moments, creates some kind of intimacy between partners. Yeah. Also, like trying to find new experiences to share with each other, like you know, a new restaurant or adventures, taking dance classes together, you know, something to just like spark the connection between you guys. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you you want to go salsa? <laughs> yeah, the lum- let's the lum- do it. The lumbada. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I mean, even though we've been talking about all these other forms of intimacy, we you can't underestimate the power of a touch. Mm. So sometimes it doesn't have to be in the bedroom, but just going up to your partner and giving them a hug, giving them a kiss on the hand, a kiss on the forehead, just holding their hands, just sitting close to them and, and doing nothing, just sitting close to them and watching TV. Yeah. Well, lastly, you got to be open to growth, both as individuals and as a couple. Support each other's dreams and goals. When you grow together, your intimacy deepens. So, yeah, I mean, and these little tips, like we're not relationship experts, but these little things, you don't even realize how much it will keep the spark alive in your relationship. And like being intentional and being present every single day with your partner, you don't realize how important it is to have those moments with each other. Facts. All right, I feel like that's a good stopping point for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope it gives you guys some insight, some ideas to bring more intimacy into your relationships. Remember, it's not the grand gestures. It's the small moments that really count. The small things. And we love to hear from you, our listeners. Don't forget to contact us on social media. Yeah, I mean, if you got ideas for future episodes if you have questions uh if there's anything that you want to make sure that we cover make sure you drop us a message instagram facebook tiktok youtube basically email rule flares (laughs) smoke signals pigeons and if you enjoy this episode please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform your feedback not only helps us improve but also helps others find our podcast And if you're listening to this podcast or if you're watching it on YouTube, make sure you hit that follow, that subscribe button. Also, you want to hit that share button, send it to a friend. So they send it to a friend who sends it to a friend. Period. Friend share, good podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the love that blends. Lastly, we want to leave you with this. Intimacy is the glue that holds relationships together. It's not just about physically being physically close but being emotionally and spiritually connected as well intimacy is the art of creating closeness by sharing secrets laughter and silent moments together until next time keep blending love in all that you do period and we out exclamation point